Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Subliminal Message Studios, and I am your host, Leonardo. How'd everyone's day go? Mine went very interesting, full of a lot of retardation and a lot of uh, aspirations to tell people to fuck off. And I'm not even kidding about that either. And I'm sure the Nebraska State Patrol can definitely, definitely vouch for that. Speaking of the Nebraska State Patrol, suspects have been arrested during a pursuit involving a stolen vehicle. Aw, shit. Yeah. State troopers arrested one person after a pursuit involving a stolen vehicle on Monday morning in Webster County, according to Nebraska State Patrol. Aw, shit. Around 8.40 a.m., NSP became aware of a vehicle theft near Donia Fun, Nebraska? Where the fuck is that? I've never heard of that, ladies and gentlemen. All joking aside, I've honestly never heard of that. Anyways, the reported stolen vehicle was a Ford F-150. Who the hell steals a Ford F-150? Jesus, that must have been a crackhead. Anyways, Nebraska State Patrol said the Ford was able to locate the vehicle in Webster County. Deputies in Webster County found the vehicle and initiated a pursuit. The F-150 traveled westbound on Highway 136 near Franklin, and a state trooper moved into position ahead of the pursuit. The vehicle voluntarily stopped, approaching the trooper's location. Law enforcement arrested 25-year-old Othan Robles, told you it was a crackhead, without further incident. Robles from Grand Island was charged with possession of a stolen vehicle. Additional charges are pending. Holy shit. Well, let's move forward. Man arrested for attempted bank robbery in Omaha. This guy's going to have his first court appearance. And I got to tell you, if the first one wasn't a crackhead, the picture of this guy, he's definitely a crackhead. Anyways, a man accused of attempted bank robbery last Friday will appear before a Douglas County judge Wednesday. Listen to this shit. Police initially arrested Jonathan Krula, 38, for attempted bank robbery, but the arrest affidavit indicates it went further than that. Krula allegedly walked into the Penelope Bank near South 108th and Q and handed a note that said, I'm a bomb, pay me, then instructed employees not to give him trackers or dye packs. He then sat down in a chair, waited for employees to hand over several bags of money, which they did. But he threw it out on the floor, walked out, and drove away. He was able to help police track him down by leaving his wallet on the counter with identifying information. Because after all, he wanted to be a legal bank robber. I have no idea. Who the fuck? First of all, what are you doing with your wallet and your pants? I don't know what kind of thieves we have nowadays, but holy shit, they're getting stupider. It's like this one, apparently uh, there's a story out in Lincoln where this one teen, uh, these uh, group of teenagers broke into a smoke shop, destroyed everything, the glass, everything, destroyed everything. Not fucking kidding you. And then ran out and didn't take anything. They just ran in there to destroy everything. And when they were caught, they, when they were caught, these stupid mother, these stupid ass kids said, oh, well, we forgot to take something. You don't forget to take anything, man. You don't go in. The, why would you? No. No. I'm going to make this clear, ladies and gentlemen. If you're going to be a thief, can you please start doing it right at least? 
Now, I don't know what the hell we're doing. I don't know if it's just because movies have desensitized us so much to where even the thieves are kind of getting like, I mean, you know, man, like, I could go out and probably rob a gas station, but I mean, how about I just go in there, shoot the clerk, and then run right back out really, really scared. And then, I mean, I'll probably go get caught, but I mean, fuck it, man. That's some G shit, right? 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 Um, you might, you, I, I, don't, I think you, I think, I think I think you might want to rob him first, is what I'm saying to you. Man, shut up, man. You know what I mean? Like, I have no fucking... I don't know. I don't know. But this world is getting so fucking crazy that even... And you know what? <laughs> this world is getting so crazy and it's getting so stupid and so dumbed down that they're making articles and they're making good things about... good. They're making good articles about people being forced on lockdown... That are now forced, that are now getting engaged, and they're making it sound like it's oh my god. So, this couple they got put on lockdown. Oh my god, it's this story should go viral everywhere. This oh my god, this couple got put on lockdown, right? And they got forced on lockdown, whatever. Okay, it's not a big deal, you know, right? If they would have walked outside, they would have got beaten and put in a detention camp and probably like killed like the Uyghurs, you know. But oh well, it's not even the point. Go on with the story, girlfriend. Anyways, um, sorry, um, <coughs> my bad. I do a horrible, I, I do a horrible bringing on voice. But anyways, listen to me now. So there's this story going along, going out, I should say, with the. It's called the Zoa story, where this. Chinese, where this Chinese couple was forced into, uh, uh, trapped into, uh, trapped or forced into a week-long lockdown with someone they didn't know, and now they're getting married. Listen to this, guys. A Chinese couple who were trapped on a never-ending date thanks to a coronavirus lockdown have been relived to find that love, not COVID-19, but love. Love is in the air. Zhao Shang Pang Tang Wang Tang whatever I don't know fucking give a shit what your name is a 28 year old woman from China's Shaoxian province thought her date in mid December with a young man living in a different city would be one day affair where she would also get to know his family. Young Chinese in smaller cities and rural communities often rely on family and friends to introduce potential matches. And can meet their dates family at the same time. I never thought about staying the night because it's pretty awkward, Ms. Zhao, who is meeting the man for only the second time, told local media June News Monday, June 17th. I'm sorry about that, guys. But authorities in her date city, Yangzhenping, suddenly ordered a lockdown due to a spike in virus cases. Oh my god, leaving the woman unable to return to home, the man's parents urged the pair to tie the knot after just one week together. But Zhao said she felt it was too rushed. Zhao said she was not interested when she first saw a photograph of the man named Zhao Feng, but later thought he looked better in real life. Despite the awkward start, the pair began to develop feelings for each other and now have decided to get engaged. We get along very well, Zhao. Oh my god, we get along very well. Oh my god, you get, they get along very well. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what they get all for. We're gonna get married. Uh. Now, after I'm gonna finish this shit up, then I'm gonna tell you guys the back, the backstory behind this, because it's actually, it's, it's sick. I have to sell apples on live stream at his house, but no matter how late it is, he's always by my side. I'm very touched by this, she said. Our souls are compatible, we get along very well, and both our parents are happy, she said. 
The story captured the imagination of online audiences, but while some swooned over the relentless march of fate, others warned against rush decisions. Then after a year or two, you'll get tired of each other and divorce. I've seen too many of these kinds of flash marriages, wrote one. Sis, think clearly about this, warned another. Zhao's story went viral on Chinese social media just days after another pair made headlines for being trapped on a week-long blind date thanks to COVID lockdown. Here's what the not here's uh, part of the story that 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 should kind of spook you guys the fuck out. Um, the Chinese police actually talked to these people and told them that it would be better for you guys to actually because now it says now people are are, are it's it caught along on social media. The police there actually told them this is coming out of Reuters news right now. This is just now breaking. Look it up. Reuters, I, I haven't seen on New York Times. It was probably going to be on New York Times. The Chinese police told them it'd be better, directly told them, quote unquote, it'd be better for you guys to actually get married now because it way it would look if you guys separated. Now, when the Chinese police tell you it'd be better, they're saying we are going to fucking kill you if you don't listen to us. Oh, and by the way, you know uh, the leader, the leader of the Chinese uh, the, Ch the Chinese government. You guys know his name, the fat guy. Whatever. I don't. I don't. I honestly don't know his name right now because I'm that pissed off about this whole situation and people actually using this. And and I'm already hearing it all over fucking TikTok. And oh my god, I wouldn't fall in love blind dating. Oh my lord. Well, this is the shit that you're not going to be told, all right? Because they're not going to report these kind of articles, right? Chinese police. Number one, the Chinese police basically told them, if you guys aren't going to be together, we're going to kill you. Second, remember everyone, the fat guy just instituted a law instituting everyone needs to start having at least the three children. Everyone needs to, so that's, the, it's, you know what I mean? So right now, they, they're trying they're, they're not trying. They're telling. They're, they're telling their. They're telling their people. Everyone better start fucking again. And they're doing that for a reason, obviously, because they had the one child program in there for a long time. That one child, if it wasn't a guy, that's not a swinging dick. We don't want him. I don't want him in my ass. You know, like it's it's these guys are fucking sick out there, man. But yeah, ain't that just wonderful? Ain't it? Ain't it? It's beautiful. It's. So miraculous, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I don't believe in that story. I'm sorry if I honestly think that story should be despicable. And the only reason I'm reporting on it is because I wanted to make fun of it and also give you guys that information and something that they're not really telling you. See, the that's how they spell you. What did I tell you about spelling, ladies and gentlemen? This is how they spell you. They get these words, man. They spell you like a fucking wizard. Speaking of wizard, Boris Johnson, he's been uh, he's been on headlines talking about denying lie, lying about lockdown parties because Boris Johnson was attending hooker parties and sniffing lines far off, probably fat guys' asses with the sick shit he's into. I have no idea, but I don't want to know what he's into other than he's corrupt. He is a total Nazi. You can see it in his freaking eyes. And why does his hair always look like he just got done sucking dick or something like that? I don't know, and I don't want to know. But let's move forward. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, now, Boris Johnson 
is being under uh, is is um, is under fire. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson on Tuesday denied misleading Parliament. Uh, uh, Parliament, I'm sorry, about lockdown breaching parties and confirmed he has given an account of events to inquire probing alleged violations of coronavirus rules by the government. Ooh, they're gonna. What are they gonna do? Snitch on themselves? What the fuck? What are you guys gonna do? You, you know, like this is. See, this is what I'm okay. Oh, Lord, you know what? Please, someone just help me. So this is kind of what I'm talking about, right? Right? I don't, I don't, I don't I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Right? Kind of like, like, okay, let me repeat what I'm just saying. And he confirmed he has given an account of events to inquire probing alleged violations of coronavirus rules by the government. Alleged. Everyone knows what alleged means, and if you guys don't know, then you're retarded. Um, violations. Most of you know what violations means. It's you know it can mean you know you know what I'm saying. Uh, it, and if you don't, you're retarded. Um, <laughs> no, um, this is but this is the thing that this is this is where they kind of spell you. And confirmed, he has given an account of events to inquire probing. So he gave other people the authority that are on his same side to inquire inquire probing you know see it's I'm you know I'm just I'm just saying um they might be effing us you know what I'm saying but anyways here let me go on Senior ministers in Johnson's conservative government said they believed him. They added the prime minister would have to resign if he is proven to have lied. A growing number of lawmakers from Johnson's conservative party expressed discontent with their leader as pressure to oust him with no confidence vote grew. Senior civil servant Sue Gray is investigating a string of alleged rule floating government parties that have sparked calls for Johnson's resignation, including a May 2020 staff party in the Garden of Prime Minister. Downing Street residence. Former Johnson aide Dominican Cummings said he is willing to swear under oath that the Prime Minister was warned in advance that the party would violate coronavirus restrictions, which at the time barred people from meeting more than one person outside their household. Johnson told Parliament last week that he had attended the event billed as a bring your own booze. Aw, shit. Yeah. Gathering an invitation sent to 100 people by this principal private security, but he said he considered it a work gathering that fell within the rules. Holy fuck, God. You know what? I, just give give this homophobic, pedophile, boy-loving, grown man a break, okay? He just thought it was a... Listen. It was, whoa. All right, baby? It, it was it was a it was a, a work party, baby. It was it. Oh, come on now. No, I didn't break no rules. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And if anyone actually does, I don't know why they added to saying, "Oh yeah, we believe you." That boy, obviously, he doesn't even know how to comb his fucking hair before it goes on live television. I'm sorry for my language, but Jesus Christ. I mean, honestly, honestly, 
are we going to keep on doing this? Like, are we going to keep on accepting that? That are we going to not like? I've said this once, I'm going to say this again. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone knows, like, come on now, guys. We all know the government is corrupt, right? At least at least um, a, a lot of parts of the government. At least maybe even all of it right now, okay? But if you ask anyone that, if you ask anyone that question, the main 90, 98% of everyone will be like, oh, hell no. Even a brother in the background, man, you got your goddamn mind. I don't even trust my mama. You know what I mean? The the Mexican, oh, the like, I just go to you across the border, fucking border, man. Of course, I don't trust Biden. Who gives a shit about him? The the white person, are you? Listen, son, they're not taking my guns. If you want to get, you know, I'm just, I'm just being, you know, you just, just look, man, just never mind. But listen to me. It, everyone immediately is just like, hell no. Why would I trust the government, man? You can't trust those motherfuckers, right? But as soon as something very horrible happens, like like something bad, man, like you know the, the pandemic, the first thing everyone wanted to do is tell us, tell us, Dad, tell us, Daddy, what should we do? Oh my God, this piece of cloth is gonna save my life! Oh, oh my God, put it on for me, Daddy, put it on for me. I mean, come on, man. Why is it? Why is it that we are choosing? The same people that are lying. I know. I I know. I know why it is. But does the rest of does the rest of America? Apparently, does fifty six percent of America know this? You got. I'm talking to the people that think it's okay to put the other forty fucking forty four percent of us into internment camps, into oh my bad, into reeducation camps because we don't want to get vaccinated. Do you know what that's called? Why is it? It's called Stockholm syndrome. Okay, you can call you can call it mass of 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 mass formulation psychosis and all these other bright bright new terms and all that. It's just MK Ultra 2.0. That's why I keep on repeating this, guys. This is this is not mass formulation psychosis. This is it's not like it's not like they haven't done this before. They were doing mass formulation psychosis back in the 70s when they blew John F. Kennedy's head off. And then when Martin Luther King, when everyone, when everyone thought Martin Luther King was all about freedom and peace and shit like that, the FBI was one of the only ones that knew that he was getting money from the Russians and actually funding some of the Russian wars out there to kill people. And in Cuba, too, because they were communists. There's a lot. Look, guys, this shit gets deep, guys. There's a lot of stuff that you did not know about Martin Luther King. There's a lot of stuff that you did not know about the FBI that were directly involved with Martin Luther King. Why do you think they're not really fully able to tell everyone, release full transcripts of the evil shit that was going on? Man, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, it gets deep. I'm telling you right now, Hollywood... Let me tell you something, man. Did you guys know that Hollywood was actually owned by the mafia? And it was only until the CIA directly grabbed a hold of it because they realized that it's so that the Hollywood is so important they couldn't leave it up to the Sicilians. You look this shit up. Not all this stuff. Hey, hey, hey. It's documented. It, it really is, man. It's documented. I know it's scary, guys, and I understand that. Like, I, like the, the thing about masks, guys, I understand, like, 
I understand, dude. Like, it's not... There's There's been many different things that have been presented to me that I never looked at. I remember when this pandemic first started, and it went on and on and on and on. And then the riots came on, and it's like the whole pandemic just... Oh, there ain't a pandemic no more, man. These riots is on YouTube. Everybody tune in, you know? Because I know everybody was. That's the thing, man. I know everybody was watching those riots when they were going on. I know I was. I'm going to be honest, man. Like, And as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to go as far as to say... I'm gonna, I'm going to tell you guys a little something about me, man. So when this pandemic first started, guys, I, I shit you not, I had, I was ready. Like I was, I'm, I'm, I'm a country boy, guys. You know what I mean? So I was, man, I'm, I'm, I'm ready, man. Bring on the fucking pandemic. I put on my biohazard war. <laughs> I had a, <laughs> I had everything, man. I had a suit, the biohazard suit. I had, I had gas, man. I had, I had everything, man. So when this pandemic first started going on, I was ready to put I was always ready to put on my gas mask whenever I walked into everywhere. But the more I walked into different rest, you know, different um different stores, different big box stores, retail stores, the more I walked in, I I suddenly started taking I I, I looked around and I was just like, "Damn, man, like is is everyone okay with just wearing this mask? Like if this is as deadly as I as I think it is, then what the fuck are we thinking? Like, why why are you guys believing the government right now? And because I know you guys don't trust them, so why believe them when they say a mask will? Don't worry, a mask is going to stop the spread. All right, now we're going to do three weeks of lockdown. All right, everyone's going to start sucking their own dicks. Hey, you start sucking now. You know, like that was one of the first things that came to my mind, man. But it, anyways, man, I understand we're all scared, but, um, I'm, I'm be honest, man. It's still fuck you. I'm not putting on a mask. I'm no mask. I'm sorry. But, um, and I get it, dude. You know, every single thing, it turns out, you know, every single time there's a fucking school threat. Now they're going to shut the school down. You know what I mean by that is this is out of journal news. Edgewood schools locked down Tuesday due to another online threat. You know what? Whoever is making these online threats, why don't they track whoever is making these online threats, pay them a visit, or at least bring them to Nebraska. We'll pay them a visit. I know a lot of people that would pay their asses a visit real fast. Legally, too. But they'll, they'll pay them a visit, and they'll scare the shit out of them, man, because you know, I'm not even go there. Anyways, Edgewood High School and Edgewood Middle School were locked down briefly Tuesday morning following an investigation into a social media threat. The two schools located in St. Clair, too, were cleared of the lockdown status by 10.40 a.m. Edgewood High School and Edgewood Middle School are no longer on lockdown now. It has been determined that there is no immediate threat to the safety of student and staff. The district just announced. The threat was received after students were in a session and deputies were on the scene investigating, according to Captain Rick Bouchiet. Similar threats at Edgewood and New Miami Week led to closures. Officials take every threat seriously and investigate the source, as they should. You know, um, I, I 100% agree with that. 100% agree with that. I agree with it so much that I'm not knocking the police for doing that one little bit, and I mean that to 100%. But if this turns into, if this turns into, oh my God, there's a school threat. You know, why don't we just start educating the teachers there about firearms instead of telling the teachers to tell their students 
firearms are horrible. How's that idea? Why don't we start educating the teachers now to use firearms? So let a mass shooter walk in. There will be so many educated teachers and knowledgeable teachers about how to use a firearm. They'll shut that shit down right away. As long as we don't keep on hiring a bunch of flipping pussies to raise our kids. Which is happening more and more every second. But let's go to break. How about that? All right. Oh shit. Shine, try to find the light. 
Welcome back. This is Subliminal Message Studios, and I am your host, Leonardo. How is it going, everybody? I hope everyone is doing swell. And all this and that, and all this and other shenanigans. You know, the ducks, the dogs, the cats, the bears, the zebras with unicorns, unicorns, zebracorns, I don't know. Whatever you're calling yourself nowadays. Now, three dozen military veterans in Congress are voted uh, voted against expanding the GI Bill benefits. Holy cow, and what is going on? Three dozen military veterans in Congress voted against expanding GI Bill benefits. A bill that would expand eligibility for post-9-11 GI Bill benefits to members of the military, National Guard, and Reserve passed the House of Representatives last Wednesday without the support of 36 military veterans and current members of the National Guard and Reserves who voted against the bill. Among those 36 are members of all services, branches from former enlisted soldiers to general officers, and includes some notable names from Representative Don Young, an Army veteran and the House long, longest-serving member to Representative Dan Grinshaw, the former Navy SEAL known for his Saturday Night Live appearance and efforts to root out woke ideology from the military. The naysays representatives a little less than half of the 76 members of the House who are military veterans, according to the Congressional Research Service. That's a total lie. The sustainable, the ostensible reason for the no votes was budgetary concerns. According to the Congressional Budget Office, the new bill could cost $1.9 billion over the next decade. Representative Mike Bose, the ranking member of the House Veterans Affairs Committee and one of the veteran lawmakers to vote no on the bill, agreed that the Congress must take a hard look at duty status reform and potential expansion of benefits regarding reservists. But those, but this bill before us today would have. <clears throat> Excuse me. I apologize. But this bill before us today would be unwise expansion of benefits. The Marine Corps veterans said training has never counted towards eligibility and members of the Guard Reserve know when they sign up. The bill would allow any day in which service members would uniform under federal orders to count towards eligibility for educational benefits offered under the GI Bill. Not only are these National Guard and Reserve members risking their lives to serve our country, but they're also forced to put their civilian lives on hold while they are called up, leaving behind their families and interrupting civilian careers. Rep Representative Mike Levin, who sponsored the bill, said on the House floor in some of these settings, those are serving side by side with active duty members doing similar jobs facing similar the risks, but they're not earning the same GI Bill benefits as their peers. That's unacceptable. He's a retard. I'm sorry, guys. Forgive him. Most active duty service members acquire the full array of benefits after 36 months of service, but service members begin occurring eligibility for a portion of benefits after a minimum of 90 days. Not including basic training, those service members who are discharged because of service-related in injury are eligible for the entire range of benefits if they have served 30 days. But for National Guard members and reservists, not all their time in uniform is considered to be active duty, meaning it does not count towards occurring eligibility for GI Bill benefits. National Guard members drill under both Title 10 and Title 32 of the U.S. Federal Code, while Title 10 occurs active duty time under orders to full-time federal service, such as overseas deployment and Title 32 orders. Such service members are in uniform and being paid with federal dollars, but state governors retain normal no uh, nominal control, excuse me. And those days don't count towards educational benefits. This also applies to days that guard members and re reservists are activated for training. 
Passage of the bill comes at a time when National Guard members and reservists are more active than ever. They have been mobilized to support police during protests following the murder of George Floyd to secure Washington, D.C., following the January 6th Capitol attack to, dis to help disrupt vaccines for the novel coronavirus, COVID-19. To assist with the construction of the wall on the U.S.-Mexican border and in response to national disasters, in some cases, guardsmen have been activated to drive school buses. Some of these events, such as coronavirus relief, are considered time-served towards GI Bill benefits. As the pandemic was declared a national emergency, others like when more than 120,000 guardsmen mobilized emerged large-scale protests around the country in June 2020 did not. For now, the bill will move on to the Senate for the next round of voting. Meanwhile, an analyst conducting earlier this year by Pew Charitable Trust shows that among military veterans who borrowed student loans, nearly 6 in 10 used most of their money to pay for cost of living expenses. Well, there you have it, guys. We have a few retards in the Pentagon, and that makes perfect sense. Well, you know what else makes perfect sense? The U.S. Army conducting... Guerrilla freedom fire uh, conducting uh, fighting towards guerrilla freedom fires in central North Carolina. Yeah. So if you didn't think this was Let's Go Brandon, and if you didn't think this was game on for the elites and them to kill us all, believe me, they are already training our U.S. soldiers for fights against the National Guard. Yeah. This is headlines. It should be headlines everywhere, and it should be taken seriously and really given just all over the media. Because this, this is just amazing, right? U.S. Army to fight guerrilla freedom fighters in central North Carolina as part of unconventional warfare exercise. Yeah. Fort Bragg. U.S. Armor Special Forces candidates will take part in the final test of their qualification training later this month in an exercise that will cross much of Central North Carolina. The Robin State training exercise will take place January 22nd, February 4th, through February 4th, excuse me, with students from the U.S. Army, John F. Kennedy Special Warfare Center, and school out of Fort Bragg. Members of the military and civilians take part in uh, Robin Sage as Special Forces students face opposing forces of the fictional nation of Pineland. Wow. Fictional nation of Pineland, huh? Yeah, it's all fictional. It's just a fictional, uh, this, we're just gonna call it, this is, this is, we're gonna call this the fictional nation of Pineland. Alright, this is, we're, we're gonna fight them, alright? Fuck, guys, just shut up and do it, alright? <laughs> Military members were posed as opposing forces and guerrilla freedom fighters, also known as Pineland's Resistance Movement. Well, doesn't that sound familiar? Pineland's Resistance Movement, huh? Hmm, resistance. Hmm, unvaccinated. Hmm, I don't know what this could mean. But anyways, let's go forward. In order to maintain a level of realism, blank gunfires and flares are used in the training, the Army said. The Army has been in contract with lo local public safety officials ahead of the training. Controllers are in place to ensure there is no risk to persons or property. Residents with concerns should contact lo local law enforcement officials who will immediately contact exercise control officials. Fort Bragg officials said in a release. So immediately contact them. If it turns out that that's real gunfire, then um, we all shouldn't just we shouldn't just be surprised. What? We're killing people over here. Deal with it. it it's all part. Listen. Listen to me. It's just all part of a training exercise. Now, let's go for it.
The Army said the following measures have been implemented. Former written notifications to the chiefs of law enforcement agencies in the affected counties with a follow-up visit from a unit representative. All civilian non-student military participants are briefed on procedures to follow if there is a contact with law enforcement officials. Student will only wear civilian clothes if the situation warrants as determined by the instructor and will wear a dis- distinctive brown armband during these inst- instances. Sorry, Training areas and vehicles used during exercises are clearly labeled. All right, now let me just uh, re... Because there are some very key, key, very key indicators of why this is very, very serious, okay? Formal written notification to the Chiefs of Law Enforcement Agencies in the affected counties will, with a follow-up visit from a unit representative. With a follow-up visit from our unit representative. We are so fucked. We are so screwed. All civilian and non-student. Okay, I'm sorry. All civilian non-student military participants are briefed on procedures to follow up if there's contact with a law enforcement official. Okay. That right there, all civilian and non-student military participants and briefed on procedures to follow up if there's a contact with law enforcement officials, meaning that they are going to have, in other words, I'm going to read this between the lines with you guys. What that says is they might have mock-up of law enforcement officials that are on the piling resistance side that look like law enforcement officials that have supposedly joined their side which is why they had to be it's not saying that if any civilian or non-student military person uh, participants run into law enforcement they should immediately put their hands up and do the whole procedure of you know what i mean no no no, no. they got debriefed on procedures to follow up if there is contact with law enforcement officials contact Contact is a very key word if you're talking military terms. Contact can mean many mean many things. You're talking to them. Contact is in gunfire. There's a lot of different terms that go into that. Is there contact with a, a, the law enforcement that's on the Pinelands resistance? This is why this shit is so important. Now, training areas and vehicles used during exercises are clearly labeled. During 2002's training, Deputy Sheriff Randall Butler shot and killed First Lieutenant Talis Tommy and wounded Staff Sergeant Stephen Phillips after the deputy saw their behavior as suspicious. Butler was unaware the training was occurring. Parts of Robin Sage will be held in the following North Carolina counties. Um, uh, Alamance, Anson, Bladen, Brunswick, Caribous, Chatham, Columbus, Cumberland, Davidson, Goldford, Harnett, Hoke, Lee, Montgomery, Moore, New Hanover, Randolph, Richmond, Robeson, Rowan, Sampson, Scotland, Stanley, Union, and Wake Counties. The training will also stretch into Chesterfield, Dillon, and Marlboro Counties in South Carolina. Robert Sage is the U.S. military's premium unconventional warfare exercise and the final test of a over a year's worth of training for aspiring special forces soldiers. They're training, see, they're training, they're building these new, this new branch, almost like this new branch of army, this new branch of army, and they're telling them, they're telling these people, they're telling this, they're telling them, guys, it's the fucking unvaccinated. 
it's the it's the U.S. militia. It's these guys that claim that they're in the U.S. militia. They are the combatants. We need to take these guys before they take us. We need to kill them before they kill you. They are telling me it's the American people that are your enemies. This is not a joke. This is why this is such an important article right here. This is this is finite, guys, and I'm not even kidding you. And remember, and I also go back to remember, but they were training for this back in 2002. Remember, during training, Deputy Sheriff Randall Butler shot and killed Lieutenant Tellis Tomian and wounded Staff Sergeant Stephen Phillips. So they knew right then and there what these, what a lot of these U.S. Army knew is, okay, the police have very good training. They have hard, they, they're very, very good at their job. We need to get better. Now they're at it again. And don't get it twisted. Um, They're training to kill you guys, too. Uh, you know, all the police departments. Yeah, if you're a cop and you go along with the U.S. militia, if you go, if you go along with the American Constitution, you're fucking, you're, you're, you're an enemy combatant, too. This is serious. This is, it's not a joke, guys. This is not a joke. Every, they have turned the American people into a bunch of self-righteous narcissists that think snitching on the next person is, is going to get them some self-gratification. It's going to do something to help. They've convinced everyone that putting on a fucking mask on a piece of cloth is being a superhero. Think about that just for a second. And then not to mention, think about the people that have told you that. When have they ever told the truth? It always amazes me. Like, when have they ever told the truth? All right, but anyways, candidates are placed in an environment of politically unstable, characterized by armed conflict, forcing soldiers to analyze and solve problems to meet the challenges of this real war training, the Army said in a release. I'm going to repeat that to you guys one more, da one more damn time. Candidates are placed in an environment of political instability, Characterized by armed conflict, political instability characterized by armed conflict, forcing soldiers to analyze and solve problems to meet the challenges of this real war training. Robin Sage has been conducted since 1974. It's been going on like I, I, like I said, it's been it's been going on for a long time, a long, long goddamn time. It's going down in the DM, all right? It really, really, really is, all right? Now, let's get let's get further into this, all right? Now, as invasion threatened looms, Ukraine asks for weapons, and Canada makes evacuation plans. That's right, because Canada, you know, they're filled up with a bunch of pussies. They don't want to be a part of this. They don't want to, they, they, and, and you know what I mean? They, they don't want to be a part of it. I understand, but they're going to be a part of it anyway. Because the devil doesn't care if you suck dick or not. He wants your soul. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, I'm sorry. The aliens, the aliens don't care whether you're gay or not. They want your soul. They want you dead. That's just what I mean. You know what I mean? It's if you whether you you can believe in aliens, you can believe in an angel, you can you can call it whatever you want. Either way, I'm telling you right now, it wants you dead. So why are we so enthralled whenever we hear about, oh my God, the aliens are coming. Yep, they're going to reveal themselves on February 22nd. <laughs> the whole world's going to know that God's not real. Uh, I mean, if anything, that's going to tell me that God is very real. 
He is not only very real, but what the hell is that? And is that real? Is that real? <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm sorry, guys. I always get back off on this rant. Anyways, as invasion threat looms, Ukraine asks for weapons. Canada makes evacuation plans, right? Foreign Affairs Prime Minister Melanie Julie says government is still considering weapons requests. And we'll get to that because you know they're going to get it. Canada, for, uh, Canada face stepped stepped up pressure Tuesday to match U.S. and United Kingdom shipments of defensive weapons to Ukraine as the threat of a Russian invasion continues to hang over Eastern Europe. The Liberal government has heard demands for weapons shipments both at home and in Kyiv, uh, where the Foreign Affairs Minister Melanie Jolie wrapped up a second day of meetings Tuesday with senior Ukrainian officials, including her counterpart Dmitro Kuliba. At the, at the same time, Canadian military officers and dip, uh, diplomats are grappling with the challenges they would face if they had to evacuate military trainers and civilians in a hurry. Unlike those of other allied nations, Canada's contingent of military trainers is spread out over 13 different locations in the western and central parts of Ukraine. Assembling them all for rapid evacuation could be difficult. This is all part of the plan. All part of the globus plan. This is all part of the globus plan. What they've done the same to the U.S. military. Why do you think? Why do you think what's going on in Latin America is so serious? They want to shut America down. They know America is the last beacon of hope, and you gotta kill the light. They want darkness. Darkness, everyone. That's what they want. They want darkness, death, destruction, darkness. <laughs> you know, I it's serious, man. They do. You know, these these elite technocrats, man. These people like these families that are secretly ruling this world, man. These motherfuckers do, guys. And they don't touch down. See, this is the thing we don't understand. We have no idea. We think billionaires are something to strive for. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, being a billionaire ain't shit now. Being a billionaire never really was. The people that are running this world, they own the Federal Reserve. Like, that's their business. Like, the Federal Reserve that is not in America, the Federal Reserve that is in Switzerland, the main Federal Reserve, they own that bank. That bank gives loans to countries like United, the United States. And there's families that own those banks, ladies and gentlemen. You have to understand, we have no idea what real wealth is. These, do, these people, they don't even touch down on planet Earth because they are constantly, constantly in the skies. They eat, they, they, they raise children in the skies. They raise children. This, they never touch down on planet Earth. They look down on us at all times, wasting away everything. It's serious. It's real serious. And it's dangerous too, man. It's, it's, um, it's, it's, it, and, and they're, and they're forcing us into this World War III and they're making it look like, it's everybody's problem but the people that are in power, right? You don't ever get that. It's always before I even get to uh, all, all the rest of this, uh, um, the rest of this article. Don't you ever realize somehow whenever bad shit happens, it's always our problem? You know, like none of us are in power. Think about it. Like, you know, I, you, do you, hey, hey, do you, do are you, do you like, uh, like control? Uh, putting in laws and legislation, bro. Do you do it? No, I'm shit. I, I, I don't control that, man. Do you make vaccinations? 
Nah, bro. Even the vaccination that we made, like to give to Americans, the vaccination wasn't even made in America. Did you, did you know that? Yeah, the 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 Pfizer Intech vaccine vaccine that was even made in America. This was made in another country. Oh shit! Well, damn. All right. Well, that's it. I'm sorry. All right. Well, doesn't matter. I'm still taking it. Well, go ahead and take it then. If you die, shit. All right. Now, anyways, why is that? Like, why is that? Every single time something really bad happens, we we always fall for it, guys. The same people that are lying to us constantly. It's like we're. It's like, like I said, man. It's like they're the pimps and we are the whores. And God, have we been? Have we been dumbasses too? But anyways, man, let's just go on break. I can't even do it. Let's go on break.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, gentlemen. Whatever. This is Subliminal Message Studios, and I am your host, Leonardo. We have a lot of stuff going on in our crazy world, like our crazy family. And our crazy holy galaxy is probably a lot more crazier than we ever would know. So you'd have to be crazy to really establish that it's crazy. Am I crazy not correct? Anyways... I was uh, reiterating on how um, Ukraine is asking weapons from the Western world and how we need to give them weapons or else they're totally fucked against Russia. Now, in late uh, late October, uh, last October, I should say, the Pentagon provided Ukraine with high-tech tank-busting Javelin missiles along with its military aid shipment. We know that it is important to play our part in this context. Therefore, we are looking at options. We'll take a decision in a timely manner, Jolie said. Feds face domestic pressure to arm Ukraine. And we all know how the feds like uh, being pressured. Yeah, they do. They like being pressured. Like the Pope likes pressuring little boys into taking off their clothes. Whoa. Did I just go too far? I don't think I went too far yet. Let's go further. We are talking out to all parties, our officials who will meet with us, said Eeyore, Eeyore, Ior. Igor, whatever, Michelin Messina, the USCC. It's so sad how I can get the last name completely correct when the last name is... I don't know how I get that. But anyway, the UCC's executive director, last month the UCC presented Jolie with a rough list of defensive weapons it thought Canada could provide. It also called on the government to deploy additional sanctions against a Russian private security contractor singled out by the U.S. and European countries for penalties. How the hell is it? I mean, I'm not trying to dog on the U.S. like at all because I love America. Don't get me wrong. Do not get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen. I love America. But how are we going to talk about giving any, any other country penalties when everybody remembers what happened with Blackwater, with the Blackwater contractors that were working for America? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm just pointing out. I'm just in a little hypocrisy there. I'm just saying. Now, uh, Mussolini Siena said he believes the federal government heard their pleas and appreciates the gravity of the situation. But there's been no sign of action on the matter of defensive weapons. We need defensive weapons. Oh, we need we need weapons from from the U.S. That's what we need because, well, because we've been spending all of our fucking money on boys and whores. Or what have you been spending your money on, dude? Why why do you not have these high tech defensive weapons? I'm just saying, a little hypocrisy there. Anyways, 
They're saying to us, do it now. Our main point is to do it now, Michelin CNS said. Russia will be deterred if Ukraine has assistance now, not after an invasion. It's going to be too late to send Ukraine satellite systems and missiles if the Russians have already invaded. At the same time, peace advocators have stepped up their pleas for the Canadian government to deny the request for additional arms. In a statement, a coalition of groups that includes the Canadian Foreign Policy Institute said it is concerned about Canada's role in fomenting the dangerous escalating conflict in Ukraine. It urged the Liberals to end arms sales to Ukraine and call a halt to the military training project. Military and civilian officials are now considering what should happen to Canadians' military training mission and how to get those soldiers, along with Canadian civilians living and working in Ukraine, out of harm's way. Now, at the same time, they're trying to plan for the worst, right? As part of her, as part of her trip to Ukraine, Jolie met with trainers who had been instructing Ukrainian army soldiers and, and reservists in combat and battlefield first aid skills. Guess shit was going down real fast. She's over there training. Over there training these boys in battlefield first aid skills. That's right. Jody, you're out there. You biatch. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Lieutenant Colonel Luke Frederick Gilbert, Canadian Training Mission Commander, acknowledged in an interview with CBS News that contingency plans for an ex excavation have been drawn up. He refused to discuss the details, citing operational security. We are not a combat mission, he said. Being an un unmanned, um, unarmed mission, we have different activities here than other missions across the world. So the answer is yes, we do have plans. Canadian's former military representative at NATO, retired uh, retired Vice Admiral Bob Davidson, said giving people out under fire can be challenging, but problems are not insurmountable with enough planning and advance notice. Because war is always... But yeah. Because Russia is going to tell them, hey, y'all, hey, we, we about to bomb y'all, all right? You might want to tell, you might want to tell all those peace advocates. You might want to, you might want to tell all those guys, y'all need to get out of here. You might want to tell them all that. And, and, and if they ask who said that, you tell them we said that. You tell them we we, we said that we're gonna bomb you, and y'all y'all need to leave. So y'all need y'all need y'all need to get out of here. You know what I mean? Y'all, we we about to bomb y'all, anyways. Of course, that's how war happens, right, guys? He acknowledged the federal government has struggled in the past with large scale evacuations, but the situation in Ukraine would not come as a surprise. Canada's most ex recent example of an excavation gone wrong was in the chaotic departure from Afghanistan last summer, an operation that left dozens of Canadians and people who worked for the Canadian military trapped under the Taliban regime. Huh. I guess Biden was asleep. No, he wasn't. He's the one that pulled all of our troops out and then killed almost 12 of them. But, you know, we'll just wipe that off the plate. He was high as hell, and he didn't know he's even the president. So, Davidson said Moscow will want to make sure non-combatants get out of the way if the shooting starts. It would not be in Russia's best interest to block forces like Canadian forces from getting out of the way, because the last thing they really want is to get into any kind of conflict with NATO, with NATO forces, he said. Of course. So, basically... Canada is saying, all right, so listen, man, if y'all going to have this war, listen, Canada's basically telling Russia, if, if y'all want to have this war, why don't we just get out of y'all way and we'll move aside, right? We'll move aside while you move tanks and helicopters and huge fucking robot, robot flying machines 
all down the Canadian border. And then if y'all just happen to be at the American line at the end and when it's all said and done, I mean, we didn't see shit. We didn't even know it was going to happen. We don't know. We don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know why. I don't know how the Russians just got on American on, on American borders. Uh, I don't know how that happened. But, of course, that's what Boris Johnson and NATO is going to say. Well, we don't know why it happened. But, anyways, let's go forward. Still, there have been reports that extra Canadian Special Forces troops were sent to Ukraine to help with the excavation planning. The military has had Special Forces contingent in the country as part of the training mission since the fall of 2020. A source told Global News a separate team has now been dispatched. Well, the Canadians are rushing to get out of the way, and they're 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 certainly just 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 rushing to suck cock too. Now, let's talk about Hezbollah. Right, reservists trained for war with Hezbollah despite IDF's high COVID nineteen numbers. Of course, because COVID is going to stop this whole fucking war. COVID couldn't stop all the retards rioting and burning shit down over a crackhead. That's right. I said it over a crackhead. I have no feels. I do not care. I have no. I. I it's not. And when I say I don't care, guys, I mean I mean about the justification with the writing. I'm not talking about over the fact that a human being lost their life. I don't think any human being should lose their life. That's not what I'm saying. When I say I don't care, I mean the people that were using that as a justification to go burn shit down. I don't care. If that's what you're supporting, I do not care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. You're a retard. You're literally riding over a crackhead. I'm sorry, a dead crackhead. It's, you know, it's just, it doesn't make a difference. You're riding over a crackhead. There was a little girl just killed by a cop just two weeks ago. And no rioting, nothing. It got reported on San Diego News. I even covered it. And then it disappeared. Completely disappeared. The week before that, another little girl was killed by a by a freaking crackhead. One article about it, now it's gone. Off the news already. And you wonder why I'm not I, I'm 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 very unsympathetic ins- about George Floyd and whether or not he deserved it or not. Oh my god. I don't give a shit. They're not, they're not, they like, this is what I've realized. In my 30 years of life, the only time they give you a good, a good juicy story is when they know it's going to confuse the people so much in so many different invigorating ways to where even the basic common, the basic common, uh, a common generality of people cannot agree whether it's justified or not. And it's so distorted it's it gets and the story gets so distorted just like they did with Trayvon Martin. They they put a picture of Trayvon Martin as a little boy and the whole world just fucking freaked out. And then it turned out and then it turned out that well actually Trayvon Martin he wasn't actually a cage fighter. He actually was an MMA. And he actually knew moves to when if you have someone on the ground he actually did know moves to where you can pound and ground them. Possibly kill them, especially on concrete. But the but the but the racial slurs have already been set out there. It didn't matter 
if Zimmerman was freaking Puerto Rican or he was El Salvadorian or some shit like that. That didn't matter. He's still racist. You see the hypocrisy in this, man? We we need to really, really pay attention to what some of these journalistic companies, some, some of these television broadcast stations are giving us. We really, really need to pay attention on what they're their plan is, I guess I should say. Now, it's it, either way it goes, we're in for some sick shit. Now, I'm not even kidding. We're in for some sick ass shit, man. Some sick stuff. And all this, while just days before the military canceled all reserve training, the 66th Brigade of the 55th Paratroopers Brigade had a surprise drill in the Jordan Valley. Just days before the IDF canceled military training for reservists due to a spike in coronavirus infections, the 55th Paratroopers Brigade held a surprise large-scale exercise simulating war with Hezbollah along the country's northern border. This is serious as shit, guys. This is getting down uh, to nuclear bombs might start flying off any day now. And I don't say that lightly. Um, it's being dead serious, man. The drill, to, the drill took place in the Jordan Valley while the 250 reservists from the 66th Battalion were in operational duty in the West Bank. War doesn't come with a sign, said Battalion Commander Colonel Lurian Bitten. Oh, no kidding. No kidding. I could have sworn it did. I, I thought everyone, I thought everyone told, told, told you when they were going to go to war with you. I was on. I I, I I know I would. I'd be like, hey, I'm about to bomb y'all. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. I mean, Canada's doing it. You're right. You know, Canada's, you know, telling you know Russia. You know, hey guys, if you guys are gonna go to war, we're just gonna get out of your way. All right, we don't want we don't want no part of it. <laughs> right? I'm sorry for being a smartass, but it's the truth. Right? All right. Now, war will always begun as a surprise, and doing these kinds of surprise drills for reservists is to make sure they can handle war. Though it is, uh, though it, it was a surprise, the fourth day long drill was planned for three months in order to make sure that everything would go as expected. During the drill, troops were tested on their capabilities both during the day and night in an urban combat exercise as well as in open terrain. The troops were also joined by tanks and helicopters as they marched from one target point to the next. The drill, which simulated the next possible military campaign against Hezbollah, challenged not only the soldiers but their commanders in order to prepare them as best as possible for the next war. I've been in the military for almost 20 years, and I cannot forget the outbreak of the Second Lebanon, uh, Lebanon War, he said. It's a change in mentality that you feel in the pit of your stomach. The change from routine to war is a big thing, especially knowing the responsibility you have for the people and country. That's because a lot of these military generals, guys, they're scared. They're scared. Like, they're scared. Make no mistake, what's going on behind the scenes, these people are scared, especially in the military. Some of these in our military, some of our military generals and the colonels are scared out of their minds because they know, they know, they have never seen a war like this. They will never see a war like this. And that's why we need to stop it. We need to inform the American public because whether we like it or not, believe it or not, this World War III will start and stop with us. So we need to stop it right now before it starts. Make no mistake with that. It, it can stop with us. 
we need to get ourselves informed because this shit is getting wicked. You understand what I'm saying to you? And we're going to keep and I have a lot more news for you guys. I'm going to keep it going right after the break. This juicy, juicy break. That's an amazing song. I don't care what anyone thinks. Okay. Now, anyways, let's get back to this news. This is Subliminal Message Studios, and I am your host, Leonardo. You can find me on Facebook, all one word, Subliminal Message Studios, or follow me on any other social media platform except for Twitter and TikTok because I don't do those satanic platforms at all. And I did say satanic. I, th- I think they actually are satanic. By nature. But anywho, let's keep this going, guys. We have a lot of great things. I mean, wonderful jamming, jamming things going on in the news. Uh, Jamming, spamming, lamming. 
whatever. We have a lot of shit going on, especially with Russia talking about how, you know what I mean? Well, they're not really talking about it. They're dead serious. They're going to do it, especially after that uh, little specs I told you about the, um, you know, uh, uh, them uh, getting ready to fight with Hezbollah. Isn't that just interesting? It's fabulous. Now, the Pentagon, all this, and, and oh, of course, before I even read this article off, Um, meanwhile, all this, we got troops training out in Hezbollah, right? To our training to fight, to get in the war with Hezbollah. We got Russia and Vladimir Putin sitting down with the, the new president of Iran. I haven't even got to that article yet. You know, we got Vladimir Putin getting ready to literally put in into Ukraine and you know what our Pentagon is doing, ladies and gentlemen? Would you like to know what our Pentagon is doing while the whole world is getting ready and armed for World War III? And we're arming people for World War III. But you know what we're focused on? We're quietly looking into ways and in how non-binary troops could serve openly in the U.S. military. I shit you not. I shit you not. We're over here arming, we're over here arming other countries, but trying to make sure, don't worry guys, what we're doing to prepare for World War III, well I'm going to let you know right now, alright, and if anyone is wondering why I chose Barack Obama's voice while I'm doing this, well, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't matter, what matters is, is our Pentagon is making sure that non-binary troops can serve an open, free republic. I meant democratic, whatever. I'm higher than hell. Doesn't matter. But that's what we're doing to prepare for World War III. I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear any better ideas. Um, I got one. How, how about how about how about we actually train our troops to to, to kill people? No, you see, that, that's what a conspiracy theorist is going to say. That's exactly what a conspiracy theorist is going to say. Don't believe this shit. <laughs> no, the defense is, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But it's, it's, I'm trying to be comical here, man. This is fucking hilarious. The Defense Department has quietly begun looking into how it can allow troops whose gender identity is non-binary to serve openly in the military. Three advocates familiar, uh, familiar with the situation told military.com. The Pentagon has asked the Institute of Defense Analysts, or IDA, which operates federally funded research centers to study the issue, said the advocates, one of whom requested anonymity to disclose a sensitive topic. You know what, man? I can't even do this shit right now. Like, honestly, someone who is non-binary identifying as neither male nor ma uh, female, often using they and them as their pronouns and marking them as gender X on forms that they have options. It is unclear exactly how long the research has been going on, but Sparta, an advocacy group for gen transgender troops, put researchers in touch with put researchers in touch with several bi non-binary service members this month. Well, of course it did. Of course it did. Because that's not, you know, that's not unbiased at all, right? That's, there's, nothing, there's nothing unbiased about that. Of course, Sparta. 
Why don't you just run a whole fucking military? Well, <laughs> you know, Sparta, Sparta President Bree Fram. Are you sure? Uh, you know, I, I don't. I, I hope to God that she's still calling herself Bree Fram. What if she's calling herself Little Billy? Peter Wacker. I don't know. An Armed Forest Lieutenant Colonel likened the efforts to the study the Pentagon. Oh, did you now? <laughs> Fuck me. Likened the efforts to the study the Pentagon asked Rand Corp to conduct in 2015 before lifting the ban on transgender people serving in the military. Speaking with non-binary troops and defense officials to understand what regulation changes may be necessary is a great first step, Fram said. And a statement to military.com. We are hopeful this allow will allow non-binary individuals to serve authentically and realize their full potential in the military. Yeah, they want to make sure that when you go in the military, listen to me. Listen to the motherfucking words I'm saying to you, dog. They want to make sure when you go in the military that you know how to knit, hold your dick, scratch your vagina and your ass at the same time. And if you don't want a dick or a vagina, they want to make sure that you that you that you know you scratching nothing. Some I don't even know, but they want to make sure that shit. I dog for real. No, Jennifer Dane, executive director of LGBTQ Military Advocates Advocacy Group, Modern Military Association of America, said members of her organization have also spoken with IDA and believe initial conversations about open service by non-binary troops began began last year. Well, of course, it began last year. They're just now reporting on it. It's just now, and you know, and of course, we as the American people. Where's our vote in this shit? Where's our vote to completely make our military turn into a bunch of military, uh, turn, a, turn into a bunch of pussy waving flag, flag fucking faggots? Well, our vote didn't matter. We didn't choose shit. We didn't even get an option. We just, we just turned our military into a bunch of pussy waving flag flaving fucking faggots. That's right. I said it. Alright, I'm sorry, I have a bad mouth. I'm gonna be honest, man. I, I got a bad mouth. So, this is if you have uh, this up loud, ladies and gentlemen, I, I reckon you might want to put on some headphones because I'm gonna be saying some ignorant or what is, I guess, is known to be ignorant shit. There's no explicit ban on non-binary service members, but there's also no, no official recognition of their existence or guidance about how they should adhere to gender policies, such as what uniform to wear or where to shower. Well, of course, because grown men and grown women, you have to understand, they have no idea how to shower or where to shower. You see, um, Tim, that wanted to be Tammy, does not understand that because he has a penis means he cannot go into the girl um, uh, to the women um, bathroom because Tim does not understand that there's other women that well they're gonna be scared shitless when Tim walks in with a dress and pulls out his huge flaming ding-dong well anyways it doesn't matter it doesn't matter to the rest of the people, to, to any other women that don't want Tim dressed in there, farting and, and spreading his STDs everywhere because he's being pounded away in the ass by like 12 different other guys. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. I know, I know, I know. I understand, guys. I understand. Now, 
If policies are changed to allow non-binary troops to serve openly, it would be the latest move to make the military more exclusive for LGBTQ people. It's been just over a decade since the reappeal, don't ask, don't tell. The law that banned open service by gay, lesbian, and bisexual troops. In 2016, the Obama administration lifted a ban on transgender troops. Former President Donald Trump reinstated the ban in 2019, but President Joe Biden lifted it last year shortly after taking it, taking office. Dane says she is hopeful, hopeful the research on non-binary troops will lead to policy changes. They express concern that there's going to be a lot of hurdles, more so than transgender, I think, because there's no binary on it. But as more people in younger generations identify as non-binary, including in official documentation such as passports and driver's license, Dane said an open service policy will be crucial to recruitment and retention. A 2021 study by the Williams Institute at the UCLA School of Law found about 1.2 million U.S. adults identify as non-binary, 76% of whom are under age 29. Well, of course, if there's all these incentives to, uh, you know, castrate yourself, and if you have parents telling your 7-year-old, 5-year-old that, are you sure you're a girl? What if you're a guy? You could be a guy. You should be a guy. Yeah, here. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you all these testosterone pills. We're going to put a dick on you, and you're going to be a guy, all right? Of course. Of course. That's, that's you know, I mean, well, makes sense, doesn't it? Apparently not to these guys. Apparently, we need to do, the UCLA needs to do research on it. Apparently, we need to pay people to do research on this. This stupid shit. I have no idea how this is happening and why we are accepting it, but we sure are. Dane also pointed out to a recent Air Force decision to allow email signatures to include someone's pronouns, including they and them, as opening the door to further conversation about non-binary troops. The Biden Biden administration has taken steps to be inclusive to non-binary people at agencies besides the Pentagon. The State Department last year issued a passport with an ex-gender mark for the first time. The Department of Veteran Affairs also recently announced that transgender and non-binary veterans could identify as such in their official department and medical records. While stressing, while stressing that he could not speak to the military's current research efforts, Aaron Becklin, director of the Palm Center, which research, researchers issues of gender and sexuality in the military, said he believes there are three categories of policies the military might have to consider as it looks into open, non-binary service. The first are policies that likely won't need to change at all, such as non-discrimination, uh, non-discrimination policies that already ban discrimination based on gender identity. The second are policies that could be made gender neutral, such as some uniform standards. Changes Belkin said would benefit not just non-binary troops, but also female troops. Wow. I literally just got more retarded reading that. Let me reiterate that. The second are policies that could be made gender neutral, such as some uniform standards, uniform standards, Changes Belkin said would benefit not just non-binary troops, but also female troops. Yeah, that yeah that makes all mother much more sense. Because a girl that has double D's needs to fit in the same uniform as a guy that has 
that has has a dick in his pants. This is this is yeah that num. Awesome, Belkin. I'm I'm totally with you. All the way, 100%. Third category are policies the military can't or won't make gender neutral, such as where to shower. In those cases, Balkan said commanders could consult with the individual non-binary service member about which gender standards would be more appropriate to follow. The the opponents to non-binary service, just like they did for Don't Ask, Don't Tell, and just like they did for Obama's transgender policy, they're going to insist that implementation is so complicated and so hard. In fact, it's so complicated that it can't be done. That's complete bull, Balkan said. Hmm. It's complete bull. All right. The implementation is not complicated, period. Full stop. The military could easily put this off tomorrow. It would not be a big deal. Well... Balkan, it's not going to be a big deal. I get it. Is it's just not going to be a big deal. Now the 2020 election wasn't stolen, but Frank, but Douglas Frank, a math teacher, and his bogus equation claiming otherwise are still winning over audiences. Yeah, because a math teacher is going to go out of his way to do his own personal math equation. Math, math, math equation, right? His own. Uh, his own research, uh, research anatomy. His own, uh, his own bushisms. A math teacher is going to go out of his way, and of course he's uh, complete crazy. Now you can uh, check this guy out on his own podcast, and he's actually a hell of a guy, man. Um, just about every country in the country, just about every county in the country was hacked. Frank told a dozen of Texans huddled in a ballroom at a local country club on Sunday. When he finished speaking, more than ninety minutes later, they gave him a standing ovation. This is how the big lie that the 2020 election was stolen grows even bigger. More than a year later, there's no evidence of widespread fraud in the 2020 election. Total bullshit right there. But Frank's still winning audiences with lawmakers, election officials, and voters across the country. Currently on leave from his teaching position, Frank has traveled to Texas and dozens of of other states. Claiming he uncovered an algorithm proving the 2020 election was stolen nationwide, even as his conclusions have been debunked by mathematicians and election experts. Um, he, I, I just want to add on um, the mathematicians that debunked this. They all happen to be. It's You can't make this shit up. All the mathematicians and the supposed election experts, every single one of them. We're all left, left, hard left, donating left, mouthpieces for the Biden administration. You cannot make this shit up, but I'm going to go on. At the core of how our democracy works and that we have to trust election results, said Justin Grimmer, a political science professor at Stanford University. Luckily, the theory is so crazy that I think only the people who really want to believe or really, really want to see some conspiracy in the world would be persuaded. But nevertheless, I think there's a real danger there. Frank is just one in in an army of conspiracy theorists inspired by former President Donald Trump's election lies who are dedicated to trying to convince other than others the 2020 election was corrupt. As of December, it was believed shared by a third of Americans who said Joe Biden was an illegitimate president. Well, it's because he is. Oh, and by the way, the the election conspiracy, that didn't start with Donald Trump. I'm going to make that clear right now. The whole fucking world knew... That you stole the election, dog. Everybody knew that you stole the election. It's not like it's not like it was really about Donald Trump. It was just about how badly you guys just decided the Biden administration was able to steal it 
and the FBI and how corrupt it all was. You know, everyone was in on it. That's how that's what it was really about, man. Like it's not it wasn't just about it wasn't just about that. But you know what? Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? We'll go with that, right? You know what I mean? We'll go with you know what I mean, the whole oh but Trump, it was, it was Trump, it was Trump's lie, and blah, blah, blah. You know what, man? I didn't like Trump. I've never really fully advocated for Trump all the way. Some of the things he has done, I have advocated for there. I think, I think him standing up to the car companies and telling them, if you ship your car companies over to Mexico, then I will I will take away all your tax tax stimulations. I think, I think some of the things he did was phenomenal. Don't get me wrong, but I was not a very big advocator in the Trump. I don't think he was going to save the nation. He's from New York City. He is from New York City, and I think we all forgot about that. Ladies and gentlemen, Trump was from New York City. He's a New York City city slicker. All right? He was never supposed to be, he was never supposed to be the one that leads America into the light. That has to be done by the American people. You see what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? Let's... Let's uh let's go to a quick break, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, this is why Clef Finish, but he just kept right on, strumming my pain with his finger. 
Everybody got a breaking point, kid, and they'll rat on you. The family niggas will rat on you, that's why we gotta be prepared to take whoever out we need. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Leonardo, and this is Subliminal Message Studios. I don't know if that, that made any sense. But anyways, let me keep on going. And I'm making not much more sense. Because we do have a lot of news to get to. And that news, we probably should get to it. Now, uh, speaking of news, uh, what I mean by that, um, and what I was uh, by saying earlier, is our Pentagon is um, finding out ways to make sure that non-binary troops can serve openly in our U.S. military. Oh, yes, thank God. I can see the light now. This is what the world really needs. Oh, shit. To everyone. No, it's not what the fucking world needs. Crying out loud, are you kidding me? That's what our Pentagon is doing. Meanwhile, Russia and Iran are putting on a show of unity against the United States. That's not that's not a joke. No, 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 no. This is New York Times, man. Vladimir Putin met with the Kremlin with Iran's new leader, uh, Abraham Raisi. At the time when their countries, despite their differences, are at the odds with Washington... Mainly with the Biden administration because, you know, they, they know full well that we have a president that has no idea what he is doing. Or for that matter, what in the hell he even sees in front of him. All right. Now, a lot of people are saying this was a bit of a, a geopolitical theater at the Kremlin at a critical moment for Washington and its adversaries. Mr. Rezi, the hardline Iranian leader, started a two-day trip to Moscow on Wednesday designed to showcase tightening bonds between two countries with often diverging interests in a history of strained relations. But increasingly, along with China, a single adversary, the United States, Mr. Putin, embroiled in a dispute with the United States over spheres of influence and facing harsh sanctions if he follows through on a threatened invasion of Ukraine. It was a chance to show that Russia has friends and it can roll on calls as battles with the West in keeping with that the message. The visit will include an address and an address, I'm sorry, will include an address by Mr. Rezu to Russia's lower house of parliament, a rare honor for visiting leader. Iran, its economy already strangled by U.S. sanctions, it is involved in delicate negotiations to revive the 2015 nuclear accord. Mr. Rezu nevertheless voiced tacit support for Mr. Putin in Ukraine, and Iran's foreign minister emphasized that the two presidents had agreed on the framework for an agreement governing increased economic and military cooperation. No deals were signed publicly, however, and the extent of the Kremlin's willingness to sell to Iran more of the modern Russian weaponry that Tehran has long sought remained unclear. But along with upcoming naval exercise, combining warships from Russia, Iran, and China, the Kremlin appeared intent on sending a message that was continuing to 
to foster new ties that could serve as a counterweight to the West. Iran, too, is signaling that it also has alternatives if Western sanctions are not lifted. On the international arena, we are cooperating very closer very closely, Mr. Putin told Mr. Rezi, noting that crises in Syria and Afghanistan and pledging to bring Iran closer to the Russian-led trade bloc known as the Eurasian Economic Union. Russia and Iran still have a host of differences. Despite years of sanctions, Russia's economy, unlike Iran, remains closely integrated with the West. Mr. Putin has worked to foster close ties with Israel, such as Iranian leaders see as his enemy. And in Vienna, Vienna, Russia has been working with the United States and Europe to try to re, uh, resuscitate faltering negotiations over restoring the deal restricting Iran's nuclear program. But as Russia's conflict with the West intensifies, Russia officials are increasingly willing to look past those differences. Chris Gorey Lukinafa, an international relations specialist at the Higher School of Economics in Moscow, said that Russian officials have grown more aligned in recent years with the more strident and anti-Western stance of some Iranian counterparts. And Mr. Razia, an alter conservative uh, cleric who became president in August has spoken out in favor of the closer ties to Russia despite skepticism in the Iranian public. This visit is oriented not so much towards the domestic audience in both countries but most all toward of the West. Mr. Lukanyafia said Mr. Rezi's trip to Moscow, there are now more supporters in the Russian leadership of adapting Iranian radical course which used to be considered unacceptable in Russia. Russia has massed some 100,000 troops around Ukraine while demanding guarantees that the NATO alliance not expand into Ukraine or elsewhere in Eastern Europe. Western officials say Mr. Putin could launch an invasion of Ukrainian at any time and have threatened crushing sanctions against Russia and new military support to Ukraine if he does so. Mr. Rezu in the public portion of his meeting with Mr. Putin did not bring up Ukraine but echoed the Kremlin's longtime disdain for the Western military alliance. Oh shit. So Ukraine or Russia and Russia and Iran and China, they're all sucking each other's dick, right? Um Latin America has already straight up told North America, yeah, no, we're we're letting we're letting China and Russia we're gonna let them put tanks and we're going to just let them mark right up to your border. And apparently so is Canada now. So Canada and Latin America are both, the, both saying we don't want to be a part of it. We're going to let anyone come into our countries and just walk right past us. Awesome. Our borders are fucked right now, too. We, we have no border. If we were invaded by these countries, like internet, sh like, you know, shut down, EMP, and the only thing that was left was their forces. We're done. We are done. I'm not even kidding you. Now, what did I say about the U.S. approving Allied weapons shipments to Ukraine? That's right. U.S. approves Allied weapon shipments to Ukraine as worries mount. We're getting real worried now. Baltic NATO Alliance, East Asia, Lithuania, and Latvia can now transfer American-made lethal weapons such as anti-armor and ground-to-air missiles to Ukraine. The State Department has given the go-ahead for three NATO allies to rush anti-armor missiles and other U.S.-made weapons to Ukraine, a sign of renewed urgency among Western allies over the threat of multiple front invasions by Russian forces. 
The requests from Libya, Estonia, and Lithuania were received in recent weeks, and the last of three was approved Wednesday after being received the night before, according to an administration official who spoke on a condition of anonymity to discuss an issue that hasn't been announced. The Biden administration will also begin the process of shipping $200 million worth anti-armor missiles and ammunition and other equipment to Ukraine in the coming days. Whoa! Ain't that just uh, awesome? Now, um, I'm going to cover this real quick because fuck Dr. Lindsay Hughes. And if you think I've forgotten about you, Dr. Lindsay Hughes, I definitely have not. Speaking of that, three other council members have joined the Nebraska Attorney General in the lawsuit to stop the Omaha mass mandate. But, of course, that's not stopping Dr. Lindsey Hughes from running her mouth and from telling the telling the Omaha people that this is for your health. Well, you know what? Let's say this is for our health, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm being honest about that. Let's say that is for our health. Well, who is going to force these mandates? It's going to be the cops, right? I've said this once. I'm going to say it again. Okay. Now the first interaction with the new cadets in our police force, because there are a lot of them. We just had a lot of new cadets in our police force. Now their first major reactions, major actions, major, major issues with the public is them forcing the public to wear a mask. Now it doesn't even matter if they're not the Gestapo. They're going to be looked at like the Gestapo, look like they're going to be looked at like they are the uh, look like uh, they, like they are the Gestapo. Excuse me. All over Dr. Lindsay Hughes. Now our police are going to become more hated if this goes through. Guarantee it, because they're going to have to. Who's going to enforce it? What is it going to be? Is it going to be your? It, it's going to be your. Um, it, it's going to be the people. You want the people to enforce it, Dr. Lindsay. That's what you want, don't you? You want the people to start enforcing other people to wear masks. Before you know it, we have a Gestapo in the fucking streets going door-to-door forcing vaccinations. I know you're on board with that. I understand that. I understand you have some sick, sick thoughts in your head. But I'm here to tell you, can you just drop it? I'm being honest, too. I've been thinking of ways to... You know, I have different stuff to call you and uh, you know lash out and all this and that. But I'm I'm gonna be honest, man. Can you just drop it? Because if you don't, that petition I've signed up, it's gonna grow. Don't think I haven't just oh uh, I put up a petition. I'm doing something. No, 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 no. I'm going to grow that petition to a point where even even the other states are signing it to get you out of your position of power because you apparently do not care about the health of the Omaha people. And, and, and you act like the Omaha people is one singular secular person. Like, the Omaha people all know that I know best. We know. We're all individuals. What works for you is not going to work for me. So you, you and, and not just that, I, I don't think people really realize how bad that's going to be for some of our new cadets in Omaha Police Department. They don't want to enforce that. Like, they, do you think that's that's what their first major interaction wants to be with the public is? You need to put on a mask or I'm going to take you to jail. Do you know how many fights are going to break out? And it just oh oh during a fight it just so happens that the uh, the dude that the, the cops are fighting with has a gun on him. He's black. Now the cops are already interacting in a fight with him. They realize he has a gun. They pull out their guns, shoot him. All of a sudden they're racist. 
all over and all because, all over a mask and all because Dr. Lindsay Hughes thinks that Omaha mask mandate is the way to go. We've been doing it for two years now. We've watched riots span on for almost over a year. No one died in those riots, keep in mind, which always blew my mind. I remember that when those riots were going on, I was sitting there waiting for that whole crowd to start dying off because of COVID-19. Never happened. And I was like, what the fuck, man? That's not right. I thought COVID-19 was real. And that's how that's how I really knew that was bullshit, too. I'm being dead honest. When I saw how massive of groups were out there all formulating with each other, and even how the news started to say, oh, well, you see, when the Black Lives Matters, when they group up, it's not going to truly affect them. Now, when right-wingers, oh, my God, no, they're just mass spreaders everywhere. They're, they're killing people. They're killing This is why we need to kill them. <laughs> but I'm being serious, man. Now, guys, like, you know, now all because of Dr. Lindsay Hughes, now that's a possibility. That's more of a possibility than ever, man, because people are already tired of other people's shit as it is. All right, now, you know, just like, you know, get out of this Barbie world we're all in, all right? Get out of the Barbie world, and let's get down to brass tacks here. We need to fire these people. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I'm not even kidding you. But ladies and gentlemen, we are we have so much more news to get to. However, I will cover it uh, coming up with next episode coming up tonight. And we will get to it. Um, for now, that is where I'm going to leave you with that bright idea of maybe stopping this mass mandate. And everyone should get their own petition going to have this to have this um, uh, person a person uh, taken out of their position of power because obviously she cares nothing about the health of the American people in general. She's just doing it because, you know, that's what Dennis the Menace, you know, says, you know what I mean? We'll mask, you know what I'm saying? And we also need to pay attention to what's going on with our Pentagon and how the fact that they are, (laughs) there's so many things going on. I can't even get to it all, man. But listen, um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's where I'm going to leave you off. I am Leonardo. This is Subliminal Message Studios. You can find me on Facebook, YouTube, any almost any other platform, almost any other social media platform. I am on there. Spotify, Apple Store, all, all those things, man. You can find me on anywhere. The only two platforms you cannot find me on is TikTok and Twitter because I, you know, I, I get kicked off of those, both of those platforms. But it's easy to get kicked off of Twitter nowadays, I swear. Anyways, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is Leonardo with Subliminal Message Studios. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate any new listener that's coming on here. Man, I appreciate it, man, because this is a crazy world. This is a crazy time, and there's a lot of bullshit in the air. You know what I'm saying? And I, want, I, really want, I really want you to know that... It is anything but bullshit that I'm trying to bring you, man. I have no quarrel. I have no quarrel with, with in this. You know what I mean? Like, I have no money invested in the CDC. I have no money invested in, 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 in any of these people, man. I'm just like you. I'm just looking outside. I'm just looking. I'm looking at all this 
And the only thing, the only difference might be is I'm just formulating my own prospect and my own, my own opinion, which is something I want you to do, man. Put down your phones, ladies and gentlemen. And you really, really have to get in the darkness and find out what you truly believe in, man. Do you really, really believe some of the stuff that they're telling you? Or is it just that they're giving you this opinion and formulating this opinion? Because a lot of us are subjugated by social media. And it's not good, man. We need to get, we need to get down and we need to reach within ourselves. I don't care if you're spiritual. I don't care if you believe in God, man. We really need to reach in ourselves. Stare at ourselves in the mirror and ask ourselves. I mean, do you want to be 80 years old? Still with the mask on? You've watched your kids, kids get married. You've had a mask on and you're sitting there still trying to convince yourself. I'm saving someone's life. Do you want to do that, man? Because that's the reality of this situation. Do you want to see your kids get married and you have to put a mask on. Do you want to see your first uh, your first son get born? Oh, and you got to put a mask on. Do you want to do all these things with these kind of these kind of mentalities? Not just that. Do you want to do these things with the rest of your people around you having this mentality? Treating oh treating oh you're dirty. Put on a mask. Listen, man. The people that are driving this. The driving this ideology, I'm telling you right now, they do not follow it. So be focused, stay strong. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, it is not your job to be nice. If someone is not nice to you and if someone's being disrespectful to you, it gives you every right to be disrespectful or not nice, not nice back to them. I am not saying punch them in the mouth. But it doesn't mean you have to, oh, yes, sir, right away. Yes, ma'am, right away. No, call them out for their bullshit. If they're being evil to you. And I'm not saying evil being, being evil back to them is the right way to go. That's not what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. But you do not have to continue to be nice to them. It is your duty and it is your responsibility to be respectful and be kind to one another. But there's a big difference in those two. There's a difference between being kind to someone and being nice. I will continue to be kind to you. It doesn't matter what you say, even if you're not being nice. Unless you're physical with me, that's a total difference. But let's wrap up this episode, and I will catch you guys tonight. Thank you so much. And stay focused, man. Keep strong, guys. I mean that. Ladies and gentlemen, keep strong. I know this world is crazy, but keep strong in it. We will, we will survive, as ironic as that sounds. We really, really will. Take it easy, ladies and gentlemen.